In this episode, Jamie and Martin of Wild Awake sat down with Jared to talk about the new collective. You'll hear about their ambitious but realistic intentions, how this collective came to be, and how you can get involved. Don't forget to share this with your friends and be sure to follow both Wild Awake and Huddle In on all socials. Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy Jared T here for another live episode on Huddle In. Today, I'm joined with Jamie, Sound of Fractures, and Martin, um, all from today. We're, you know, let me let me frame it up correctly here. We're going to talk about a new collective that you guys are starting. I think that's the right word for it, a collective um, called Wild Awake. Um, before we get into all the details, and there's a lot going on here, so glad we got a little bit of time here. Um, how are you guys feeling today? Great. Yeah. It's all feeling yes. real. We're launching. We're launching the story today, so it's a good day. And uh, of course, I've got you guys on on the nighttime, so appreciate you uh, staying up for me. Uh, of course, um, anytime, Jared. <laughs> um, first and foremost, let's get into a little bit about each of you guys before we get all the way into Wild Awake, because there's a lot to cover with Wild Awake, um, but. But Jamie, if you want to give, you know, just a, a brief background on yourself and then Martin, if you don't mind following. Sure. Okay. Yeah. My name is Jamie. I produce under the name Sound of Fractures and I'm a, an artist and a producer that I've been uh, producing for quite a while now. And um, the last two years I've been producing under the name Sound of Fractures. It's my baby. It's my artist project. And a big part of that has been exploring what Web3 has to offer. Um, using different tools, different experiments, making friends, building community, selling out drops, making good music, fitting that together with streaming and everything else. And uh, yeah, just enjoying the feeling of, you know, a new, a new world to me. Yeah, a new way of experimenting and a new way of releasing music and distributing it. Yeah, all the things. Uh, Jamie's out here all the time, Martin too. Martin, uh, if we can hear your background too. Um, yeah, so uh, I never know. I never <laughs> know what to say. I do, I do a, like a, a million things. Um, may, sort of, I write a newsletter called Music X, um, and uh, started diving into kind of what why fans would buy into NFTs um, in 2021, I guess, um, and. Um, yeah, I'm active in a bunch of research-focused DAOs like uh, Water Music and Protein, um, uh, Folklore. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to be all over the place. I, I had a little podcast for a while. Not sure if I'm going to continue doing it. It's called Appetite for Distraction. <laughs> I teach at a university. I have hey. a streaming platform called Symphony.Live. It's uh, yeah, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, all the things. So you know. For anybody out there tuning in either now or after the fact that you know these guys are, are super present on the on the music scene, especially here in Web three, but uh, and that's kind of what we were coming together to talk about today is is this new this new collective. Uh, I, I would be interested to know if you guys got a better framing for it than collective, but it's called Wild Awake, and it's kind of at this intersection here where we talk about music and we talk about culture and kind of bringing it together where it's not just a spot that just sells music and not just a spot that just streams music, but it's, it's more of a, of a foundation from what I can gather. And it, it, it helps really kind of 
culture to grow, you know, for the most part organically, right? So you guys are putting together, for lack of a better phrase, cool shit that you like and bringing in people that you want to see like shine a little bit more spotlight on. But but let's get into that. Um, so where did the idea of Wild Awake originate from? From conversation. It originated with Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> from conversations, I think with with lots of people, right? Especially with Martin, um, about just the way things were going in the kind of like way people were using blockchain technology, what was out there and what wasn't. Trends, you know, like we, as things have moved towards kind of like mass adoption narratives and where I guess like collectability and ownership and sovereignty for artists and and all these things fit how they all fit together where they're going um and just trying to think about like rather than just having opinions like how can we create a thing you know that that plays with all this stuff and i guess is an example or a way to see if we can build something within the sort of ethos and aligns with our kind of like beliefs and interests um and that goes for a lot of the people sort of in and around my music right there's a lot of conversations happening and me and martin have been looking for something to do together for a long time um and we talk a lot about community building we talked a lot about like what future is for artist teams and what this technology means for artists and you know wild awake was born out of that idea and i guess a love of electronic music right you know a love of of cool shit you know, labels, places that collate and create scenes and worlds with music at their center. Yeah, I think if so, I I wrote a lot about community um, and and speak spoke to Jamie and a bunch of other people a lot about community as well. Um, and it's such a strange word, right? I mean, so one of the DAOs I'm involved with Protein is currently putting out a, a report about community, calling it a dirty word, right? So it lost all meaning. Um, and, you know, we're trying to inject meaning into that again. Um, and instead of just talking about that, uh, Jamie and I were like, we need to actually do it, right? We need to see if we can make it happen from the ground up, um, see if we can create a collective, build a scene, you know, all the stuff that you know super important in music um and, and then check out if we can actually get it off the ground and and basically just put our money where our mouth is and and, and see if it works and then find digital homes for that you know which mm -hmm. uh, the, the first one is token tracks which we uh, which are helping us put it pull all of, put, pull all of this together um uh, we're also very happy about so that's sort of where it's at yeah and i love that i love that um you know uh and i know that the the full article is coming out so everybody will be able to dive into it. Um, and I was able to look at it ahead of time. And, and, and like that you guys have pointed to a few places on the Web3 side that have already done a good job of, of kind of centering themselves as a hub, whether it's WaveWorld or FutureSat, FutureSurf, Mashy Beats, Loners, that, those types of things. I think those are, are good examples. Um, what I like here, though, too, and I think that might set you guys a little bit of a part, is... Um, not that dissimilar to loners perhaps maybe but you guys are bringing on a, a cohort of artists and kind of showing them the ropes in web3 and then also including the collectors in that what was the idea behind like so i guess why five artists uh where does the pricing come from what went into to that discussion 
Martin, do you want to lead on that, the, the addition to pricing, maybe? Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> there's a, the, well, how should I start? So the, the, we see stuff happening, right? Like everybody else does. And um, uh, for a while, I was like, there's nothing exciting happening in Web3. And then open editions happened. And then um, we were like, if that's the thing that people now get excited about, then it's, it's pretty sad. Um, it's also not very much about the music. Um, so we wanted to create, go kind of go back sort of to what made, um, what made us care about NFTs in the first place, right? Is this, this thing that is, um, has the potential to be a lot more, but at, at its core, it's just something that is scarce and something that is limited and something that has a potential expression of value of the music towards the artist. that, um, is if you, if you listen to the people that were sort of, you know, starting out with, um, selling their music as NFTs, it's that, you know, oh shit, somebody's, you know, valuing my music at 80 bucks, 800 bucks, you know, that's, that's pretty insane. If you think about that. Um, and that, that's sort of what we want to go back to. So we start with sort of low additions. It's at 0.02 ETH, which is definitely more than the open editions are going for right now, but also not really the, the 0.05 or the 0.1 that we got used to at, at some point. Um, but that's sort of, you know, still a solid amount of revenue, right. For an artist to come out of a project. Um, and yeah, that's, that's sort of where we sit with that. Jamie, did you want to throw anything on that? Yeah, I mean, just we want it to feel meaningful to the people that are involved, right? We didn't want it to feel like another version of what they have. And I think for people that have been in the space for a long time, that we do need to keep experimenting and we constantly want to push things and have new narratives around our music. So there's like a reason to talk about it. But for those who are just like exploring this world, it's, you know, we're still trying to bring people into this and, and through the artists, we find new people, right? Like uh, trust is really important. And if people support an artist and they start speaking about something that has like real meaning to their career and brings real value um, mentally, you know, like maybe more importantly, even than financially, they want that to continue. They find an interesting, they find that interesting, they care. Bandcamp is showing that, right? Like people can have a level of compassion and understanding these days that they can understand that art needs to exist and things need to happen for that to happen right and i think that if someone's coming new to this and i'm explaining to them where we're kind of on this we're on this cusp which could be important and could be the future but also you know it's not terribly exciting to a new musician you know this new model right it takes a lot of hours work and it's still a big if Right. And, and so we wanted to just start somewhere that felt like what we cared about. Right. Like, I, you know, I love owning things that feel scarce. Right. And I don't have that feeling of like, oh, I wish I, you know, like there's all these analogies of like, imagine trying to take someone to an empty record shop, which is just not, doesn't work. Right. Because music is available everywhere. Right. So it's just about using you know, scarcity to form relationships and to bring value to work that doesn't exist in other places. And that's what we found when we first discovered this space. So I think there's a place for everything, but what, what the current climate does for us is create like a unique area for us to be doing something different, which is wild awake, you know, like a different home and a different location for a different approach. And, and that's okay. 
I agree. Um, I, I want to say like I, I think there there are numerous approaches, and um, I think from the collector side, from the artist side, I think people kind of get wrapped up in seeing like you know maybe what the what the lead platform is doing. So maybe people take sounders, for instance, or the artists on sound as a for instance, and they see what's going on and no shaded sound. They're going to run how they want to run. Um, but it doesn't mean that that's how everything has to run all the time. I, I, I love the idea that you're doing uh, an additions of something because, you know, I had tweeted something the other day saying, you know, uh, I think a lot of people are looking to scale too quickly. So just because you sell 12 editions or 25 editions doesn't mean that you're ready for 2000. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's a very, there's a very big gap there. And I, I would think, and I think you two could probably speak to experiences like what I'm about to say, but you know, some of my best experiences when I first found music on the, on the web three side is, you know, when I ran into Louis, I, I bought one of Louis things and then he reached out to me when I bought one of John Waltz things. Um, he reached out to me like, and it was just these random things. It wasn't expected, but that experience really kind of made me like fans of these guys. Right. And then, you know, later on we ended up becoming friends and things like that too. So it's, it's just these types of things that like, you know, I agreed at a certain point, once you're large enough, like that's a very difficult experience to scale. But to what I was saying before, everything doesn't need to be scaled right away type of thing. So I like that you're taking this, this by the, uh, by the horns here. Um, on the collector side of things, when you look into this, what has been your feedback as far as like what collectors want to see as far as like developing uh, this hub that you guys are going for? Do you want to go first? Oh, you're frozen. I think we lost Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, I think he's frozen. Um, yeah, I, I mean, just, just want to go back to the other thing you said, because like going for the current culture on chain ethos, it just doesn't scale, right? I keep telling people this, um, that if as soon as you start scaling any of that sort of stuff, then uh, you lose something. And one of the things that we're trying to to do with Wild Awake is like, okay, so we have like these five artists and we're taking them step by step along the way. Um, and um, and then we're 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 gonna bring in collectors, right? So we're gonna pull them in to the group. We're gonna help they're gonna be a part of like building Wild Awake. Um, instead of like building the relationship with the one artist, like what you just explained as well. Um you kind of go in and you say, okay, so here's this sort of group experiment, right? This collective experiment that we're doing together. And it's that sort of goes into things like how a lot of Web3 is is like the creator economy, right? Where where we expect artists to just be present the whole time and 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 throw themselves into eight hour Twitter spaces and all that sort of stuff. And it's just not that's not scalable as well on a personal level. So by taking some of the pressure away from that by doing it together. Um, that also counts for the collectors, because if you're a collector, you can't, you know, become fans and friends with every single person that you buy something from. Right. Um, and by becoming part of the collective, you can still sort of pitch in and try and, you know, work together, um, to see if we can grow the whole thing. Did you catch the question, Jamie? I was probably talking to myself for a while there, wasn't I, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I think Martin's right. I think like the thing is about Wild Awake, the more we talk about it, it's like a vehicle for all these different things that we think are important, right? You know, it's not just one thing, it's like where all these things meet, right? That idea of 
loneliness like I've been talking to a lot of musicians about and how we have this kind of cyclic nature of following what we're told to do and you know we release music in a very specific way right like we upload it we pitch to the algorithm we do out now posts we do what it says in all the videos that tell you what to do right we make content a certain way we post at the same times of day and I think that that world is proving after like four or five years of running these cycles is proving quite lonely for musicians, regardless of the levels of success, right? And I think it's the same for listeners. Like everybody is starting to get to a point where they're used to this thing, it works very well, but everyone feels like there's something missing. And, and as musicians, we're missing that feeling of being a part of something, right? We're not at the birth of like music cultures that are being born out of physical locations very often, right? Which most of the music we love comes from and most of the things we read about music and most of the documentaries watch about music are about these moments in time where people are doing a thing because they have like a common goal or a common shared emotional experience maybe, right? And that's not just musicians, that's like artists, photographers, writers, magazines, labels, bar owners, whatever it might be, right? We don't get to be a part of those very often. And I think that we're hearing a lot of this in kind of like Web3 circles as well, is just like, how do we find things that we feel that we belong to? And a lot of the things in the space that I love, I still feel a bit on the outside of. And I think a part of it is like, what these things are doing is amazing, but let's do our own thing and attract our own type of people and our own voices and have our own have our own ethos, right? And these we need, we need more of these things, right? We need more Wild Awakes, we need more sounds, we need more WAV worlds, we need, you know, the more of these things that happen, the more people coming together to experience creating or, you know, coexisting or just being friends in digital locations, the better, right? Especially for like this movement around the blockchain. So, you know, hopefully we're just one thing and we have a set of values that we try to sort of platform through, through our voice. And, you know, like we're attracted to that and hopefully we attract, you know, different people not there's a you know we attract our own people I guess and that's kind of another element of the experiment right is what is a different experience for musicians and collectors and people to have around something they can feel like they were there to watch unfold and they were a part of and and those things are rare I think that that is a big you know one of the things that I'm talking to people a lot about like come and be a part of this you know you know you don't have to sit on the outside you don't have to feel you know, like your time is rented or you have to pay to enter, you know, come and support people, come and be a part of this thing and and let's see where it takes us. Yeah, I love it. And, and speaking to what both of you were saying, I, you know, I, I myself, I'm, I've been, I have an inclination towards hip hop and I lean that way. And just truth be told, I just don't think the entire fan base is there. And so that that's one of the, the questions I've been struggling with. I'm like, well, how do you get more people to just even notice it? And I think the first thing is, is very similar to what you guys are describing. Make, you know, create a hub and allow for both artists and collectors to show up here and showcase what they're doing. You know, is it going to be a slow grind? Most likely, right? Like uh, it's going to take a little while for, for that type of thing to gain traction and for people to notice it. But, you know, people show up if they like what's going on there uh, digitally or in real life. And then it starts to build, you know, that's how you can start to slowly but surely bring in people. And then, you know, the more people see that's going on, the more they want to be involved. And the more they want to be involved, the more inclined they are to learn how to do these complicated, like, Web3 blockchain things, you know? 
Um, How much easier is it if you do that with like a bunch of people instead of just on your own? Yeah, exactly. Um, All that to say too, um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, but I'm curious about like in in maybe both the short term and the long term, whatever time frame you want to put that on, um, what does success look like for Wild Awake? So like maybe for the rest of this year, what would you guys look at and say, be like, you know what, we're happy with, with how this has come out and then maybe longer term as well too. Interesting question. Have you thought about, well, I don't think we thought too much about that, right? Like I think um, for me- We know what we want to achieve in the long term. <laughs> right, we, we, have, we want awareness, right? We, it's a conversation starter. It's, it's like a, it's an experience. It's, it's a thing that we need to reach out into the world with, right? Like I've talked about it of like an olive branch, right? Like, you know, we, we need different types of things to start different conversations with different types of people, right? And if we just have like one or two things and we're only connecting with a certain type of people who consume a certain type of music or consume media a certain type of way. And I guess the journey will will take it where it needs to go, right? That the, what will guide it is like our ethos, what will guide it is our values. And, you know, technology changes too fast to just say that's what it should be and that's what it should. And, you know, maybe, you know, in the background that we have this idea of like, what is, I don't even like the word brand, but what is like an entity that, that, that moves through the creative industries as the creative industries adapts, right? And this is an experiment in that, right? You know, it changes all the time. If we'd have decided seven years ago, it was just going to be like a singles label with vinyl, it wouldn't have ended up on chain. And maybe those kind of like old fashioned ways of seeing creative brands, memes, products, communities, collectives, you know, like all these words separate things out into different things and don't really do justice to this kind of like network and the way that technology is changing things all the time. Right. Like, and, I guess that that is a continuing conversation that we'll just have all the time. But at the center of it will be the name, at the center of it will be like our ethos and the, the shared values of the, of want of a better word, the community, right? Or the people involved, the people that are interacting and find value in participating or being a part of it. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you don't want to use the word brand. I don't want to use the word meme. That's sort of what people bandy about, right? In, in Web three, mm-hmm. but you would love like the, the similar to, to 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 brands and memes is when people start to do other things with the things the thing that you are talking about and that you're creating. That's when you sort of that's progress for me, right? I don't want to talk about success, but let's talk about progress. Um, and um, for, for for the really short term, while Jamie was talking, I was thinking, okay, so for the really short term, it's like helping these five artists seeing if it will stick right with them to do it this way on top of everything else that they're doing um and then just continuing that little motion right seeing if we can bring other artists in seeing how this sort of community evolves when we bring in collectors to talk to artists you know will will relationships sort of evolve will it become horizontal relationships or will stuff always just happen when like jamie or me or kat from what's where music is also involved um when we start pushing stuff, right? Those are the things in the short term that I think would be would be wonderful if we could see progress on that. Um, and then, yeah, just become this this thing that people put put value in. You know, they yeah. they say, okay, Wild Awake is this for me. Fantastic, that's great. 
Yeah. And I, I think that's fair. And I think progress can be synonymous with success. So um, even the, the smallest bit of, of, of progress, right? Like, you know, you guys are taking something that didn't exist before and, you know, just trying to put eyeballs on it for, for lack of a better phrase, right? Like, uh, and that, that counts, right? And there's a lot of work that's going to go into that. Um, you know, I think what comes to mind to me uh, with it, especially since you guys have artists in particular that you're working with is, you know, even having artists start to all of a sudden work web three into the reg their regular flow of things like that's tremendous progress, right? Like that's, you know, it's one thing for someone to show you like, Hey, go drop this NFT. It's another thing to show them, Hey, you can make money doing NFTs, but here's how you engage with people. Here's how we try to actually like grow this whole thing. So I think there's a lot there and I, I like the, uh, the track you guys are on. Um, Speaking of the next thing is um, you guys have partnered with Token Tracks for this first iteration. Um, how did that come to be? And then talk to me about Token Tracks a little bit. I can start that, I guess. I mean, yeah, you I, have to start it. I have to start that. I mean, it started really early on, right? With me without knowing it was related, you know, like in uh, NFT London last year, as it was coming up, I was like, I want to bring this again. Like, what's the scene? Like, how do we start our own thing? How do we build something? I was having a lot of conversations being like, I want to do this, some kind of a music event around NFT London. I want to bring loads of different musicians in loads of different platforms, all different people, and just make it about music and building music on chain, right? Not about single places, single brands, single identities. And I got very far with quite a lot of people. There were some people that really, you know, like wanted to help out. Um, and in the end, you know, token tracks came forward and helped me make it happen. And that was kind of the starting of a conversation. Um, and there were others that wanted to help too, right? But that, you know, this worked out in a way where, especially like Tommy from token tracks, Tommy D was like very much aligned in terms of like artist first values and artist own contracts and those type of approaches. Um, it started from there. And, and ever since I've been sort of expressing my ideas about I love what these people are doing. I love what these people are doing, but why can't we do this? And why can't we own our own thing? Why can't we build our own things? The voice that's always been there supporting, especially, you know, not just because of location, but also in terms of I was speaking about this idea. Um, they were amazing enough to be like, cool, let's do it. I was like, yeah. And they were like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. We can help you do this. We'd love to help you try and make this happen. Um, and that's how the journey started, right? Like it was a, it was another conversation. I think that's just, you know, which is kind of like strengthen my belief in having reasons to have conversations, which is another reason to make things right, is to like open doors and and to be able to go to people and say that this is what I'm doing without just being like by my music, right? Which is like, here's a thing that I believe in. You should believe in this too because it's for the, it's for these reasons. And that is that was how it all started yeah and i mean it's just amazing to have uh, a place like that that's you know just like okay so you guys go out and make sure that this project comes off the ground that the artists are there um and that we can help sort of create that home um to, to set this thing up um which i think is beautiful yeah to have people believe in your ideas is is massively important it's massively important for musicians and creators and everyone right like you need people to not just 
try and remold your ideas but to actually you know like when those moments happen where someone has the confidence or the belief in you to be if you think this is what needs to be done what can we do to help you make this happen and when those opportunities come along they you have to take them right they're super rare because most of the time there's a different sort of you know undercurrent because of the way that we will have to live and find money right but we're lucky enough to find a place that was like trusting enough to be like do your thing right like here here's the what you what you need um tell us if you need support and, and go and do what you think's right and and we are just launching this week which is super exciting yeah that's that's massive too um i, I don't think that could be understated so shout out token tracks for for getting behind this because uh as we were saying earlier a lot of things are all driven by numbers like you know what's what's the subscriber base well how much revenue are you generating like what's your click-through rate like all these different things right like that you know it, it just becomes this thing about infinitely scaling like off the bat and like truth be told it just to, you know I, I feel like i preach it to the choir here but you, you guys know it takes time especially when we're talking something culturally related um you need time to make stuff of value right like that's what's so hard as a creator it's like wanting to make your dream out dream album or even more so like that time is quite selfish right you can do it in the middle of the night on your own but something like this is very hard and you also need people that really care and amazing caring giving people which we're really lucky to have a community of people around us to talk to us and support us as well so yeah that's what's that's one of the best things to come out of this whole adventure for me especially is the relationships and i think that i want to keep creating new relationships and, and keep showing that to people absolutely um yeah just to come back to that point about metrics one of the things that i love about web3 is that you can you can set your own metrics right which is kind of what we're doing with these limited editions like 12 editions you know 0.02 eth it's not the 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 biggest amount of the world it's also definitely not small right um and if we can get like jamie saying if we can get these artists these sort of eight, 10, 12 people in their sort of circle, then that those are relationships that matter, right? And those are relationships they can build on and they can they can build on and, and grow them like 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 you were saying, Jared. Um and that's sort of where the where the where the big value lies. Yeah, agreed. And and I think having twelve people that spend, you know, um point oh two ETH is roughly, you know, thirty six dollars, we'll call it something like that right now. Like that's not it's not a small amount of money, but it's a large enough amount of money that people presumably will follow what's going on and and be vested in in kind of what you're doing and you know check in for you, which leads me to to before we get into like the, the final of like you guys launching and and dates to expect and things like that. One of the things you guys said earlier is like, actually I think it was you, Jamie, that said it, it's it a lot of this has not necessarily been necessarily music centric so while we are here with a lot of musicians uh you know a lot of it is is very much like well how big of a fan base do you have or or consumer base i guess is and what's your take on on how we kind of make it okay cool we have this cool stuff going on here but also listen to this music like this music is good like this music has been curated like we're we're actually putting a very intentional focus on producing very good music well i think there's not a lot of spaces that are doing that right now right which is which is 
I mean, amazing for open doors and for opportunity. But again, I just think you can have different things, right? And and there isn't music has been built around kind of like sonic identities, music brands, music production houses, you know, whatever you call it, right? Like whether it's like Dreamville or whether it's labels, whether it's like electronic crews, whatever it might be, you know, there is a thing happening there, like whatever you want to say, right? And there isn't many places like that. So I guess with that, it's kind of music that speaks to us around the values that, you know, the music that I make for me, you know, like it's about influences. There's some things that seem disparate to other people, right, that are connected to me, which is, you know, but I think authenticity is at the heart of it, but also electronic, analog sounds, samples. For me, they kind of, there's like an approach to making music that connect everything from Frank Ocean to Drake to Kendrick Lamar to Fortet to Aphex Twin. There's like lines between those musicians that are clear to me um and maybe other people see them in different worlds but i think yeah i think within kind of like having a strong t i think taste is super important basically you know like i do i do i don't like the idea of gatekeeping but i think the thing that negates gatekeeping is options and we have lots of options at the moment there's some great platforms that offer great tools to release your music and from those tools should arise these amazing groups of people bouncing ideas off each other and and lifting each other up and you know I hope that we can do that around a thing that people can rely on for music right because we have lots of sources of music and lots of different types of people and if there's only one or two types of music that have all the eyes on them we're never going to attract lots of different types of people because people have different tastes right there's people out there that love music that haven't discovered that music on chain or the artist they care about on chain yet and that's maybe a reason why they don't care <laughs> no doubt right like it, it would be easy right because the narratives that are the strongest are way ahead of the narratives that are starting now but that's the point right like come and be a part of it from the beginning help us grow this thing and within that i think people i hope that people will feel proud and excited about talking about being a part of this project or you know being adjacent to this project or being a fly on the wall, all of this to be um, at least at the heart of it was something that people feel like, yeah, I don't know whether proud is the right word, but will feel, you know, like they want to talk about it and it speaks to the things that they care about. Yeah. And just to kind of give an example of how that genre thing that Jamie was just talking about works when we started our uh, group chat with the artists the first thing that happened was that people started sharing some music and it was like it was just everything that you would expect <laughs> it mm. went from Andy's thoughts to what was it again I don't remember all of them but like it was all of like oh yeah I love this and oh yeah I love this and if you love this then you'll love that yeah of course I love that so there's a there's a real sense of kind of um yeah, the, the 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 style of music that that is sort of going to bubble up throughout Wild, Wild Awake is definitely in in all of these five artists. It was like that instant. Um, I know it's banded about a lot, but that people like us like things like this. Um, yeah. Like about what is what is a scene or what is culture, which it just felt like finding your people, right? Which is one of the advice we give new people to this to this world. And actually, for me, finding my people hasn't always been about people. Who make exactly the same music as me but 
um, there wasn't many people when I came into this and now maybe there's more room for us to find like our, you know, our musical kindred spirits that we connect with over music as well. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And uh, to your point, uh, finding your people doesn't necessarily have to mean similar genres or, or things like that. Because I think we, we've all been in similar group chats where we connect with different people and I'm like, yo, like this is actually enjoyable having this conversation and, and we might not have anything in common, you know, as far as music taste is concerned, but there's lots of good conversations to be had and people to, uh, to advance the conversation with. Um, last thing for you. Um, and I just want to throw this out there. Everybody that's, that's listening now where after the fact you could find wild awake at wild awake world, all one world, all one word, wild awake world, on the world <laughs> <laughs> um but i, I want to leave it with you guys um any message that you want to deliver dates we should be looking for or anywhere else to find you guys um it's all you i mean we are going to tell our story through a couple of mirror posts that are coming out uh today if you're listening now um uh, on our mirror page wild awake um and the artist will start sharing as well, running up to the to the first release. So, uh, yeah, those are those are the things to kind of look out for. And yeah, just fo follow us, fo follow Wild Awake if you want to want to stay up to date. The, the mirror posts have a uh, you can subscribe, of course, as well, so you can stay up to date. So. Yeah, subscribe to stay up to date. We're going to be doing slowly like sharing the artist music. We're going to be doing some things like some listening parties. We're going to start introducing people to each other we're going to start sharing some stuff about the process and the challenges and the positives and just trying to connect with as many people as possible through the project right like and if you believe in things that you know that we believe in come and help us try and build this thing right let's bring more people in that align with the things that we care about it's you know it doesn't have to be about the musical style it's about you know sending off an expedition into the wild <laughs> into the unknown right and we need lots of help to do that we need lots of voices we need lots of places to stop we need lots of you know things to make that work and and as we've seen in like other scenes especially in web3 like we need we need our champions we need like our friends we need people to to really back stuff you know that's how we make stuff work and build things that that matter to us, right? Like we can't just expect them to appear. We need to support the things that we care about. And that's simply as same as it is to supporting musicians to help them work and giving value to their music, but also to like lending your voice, you know, speaking to your friends about it, playing music in a party, like taking over a playlist, right? Like it's just part of what this is all about you know sharing something you love with someone else and be like this thing is great check it out you'd like this thing um so we need everyone to be doing that so yeah just dm me or martin follow us subscribe to the mirror and if you have questions hit us up yeah and we're, we're launching the curator page on token tracks as well very soon so stay up to date on that as well yeah very nice and i just want to second that for both these guys anybody listening now or after the fact feel free to reach out to Jamie, feel free to reach out to Martin. Like you guys are super nice. Um, Jamie, most of the time, Martin, all the time, um, <laughs> reach out anytime. These guys will walk you through on anything. If you want to collect one of the mirror posts and you're not sure how to do it, they'll help you there. If you need to help with a group chat or help finding music, anything like that, you know, these guys have been 
nothing but nice to me for for everything that we've we've talked about and we, we we're in a lot of group chats together so um want to thank you guys for for taking the time to share um really really appreciate it um obviously i'll be watching everything um and, and seeing how it all goes and uh the door's always open super excited for the launch by the way uh do we have a potential date in mind or at least a roundabout there date for the first launch yeah well the first like official drop will be i think 11th of may okay. is the official 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 drop so over the, over the coming weeks we're just going to try and bring people in introduce people to the artists share their stories share their music so people can get listening to the music get excited about what they do um and then we'll start rolling out drops from the beginning of may and there'll be like a consistent i think two week gap between them um and we'll be doing a host of stuff around that you know twitter spaces stories um and just kind of yeah encouraging deeper connections with music and musicians and hopefully everyone will discover at least you know one new artist they love and um therefore like form a bond with the project right and and rely be able to trust us and rely on us to keep bringing in things that they love see yeah and then start suggesting things that they love that we will also love right yeah. that's the whole thing yeah yeah there you go but yeah if you're the, if you're the kind of person who writes down dates while they listen to this sort of thing then the, the 9th of may is the the planned listening party and the 11th of may is the first drop so pull up pull up so may 11th that's one month from now so you guys got one month to kind of get 0.02 ready nothing crazy if you want to support and you're you're feeling the first the first release on here um again thank you guys we'll definitely be tapping back in because i'm probably going to want to hear some of those listening parties on you know this kind of environment that type of thing so um until the next time thank you anybody listening now or after the fact and we'll catch you on the next one peace Thanks so much man yeah